When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is WEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEI. Second hour of late night on WEEI. It's KJ Carson. Thank you so much for being here. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Knicks come into Boston, beat the Celtics. Celtics have lost three in a row. They lose 120. There's that magic number. 117. This is what I've been saying about this team. The Knicks, who I think average maybe 113 a game, outshot their shooter because the Celtics can't play defense or hold on to the ball. What was the word I've been using the last couple of days? Turnovers. Celtics 13 turnovers, Knicks 8. That's potentially 10 points left right there on the table, and you lose by 3. I don't get caught up in the whole thing of Jalen Brown missing a couple of free throws. Trust me. It got to a point where it should have never gone to overtime. It shouldn't have. The way the game started is pretty much how the way the game should have continued to go. But they couldn't stop anything in the paint. Then they suddenly couldn't stop anything from outside. And all of that is all about stops. Getting stops. Where is the defensive hunger in this team that I think that, look, M.A. put it in them. Right, and it's like you showed me be here, and you're going to roll my program, and it worked. Now that Joe Mazzulla is the interim coach, I think they kind of remind him like you're the interim. There's a point in the game I can't remember; it might have been late in the third quarter or middle of the third quarter, where in past games you would have seen Joe Mazzulla just let them work it out. He's like timeout. I was like, whoa, he just called a timeout. Like, okay, he's picking up on something. I'm not saying that it, there's a lack of awareness. It's just kind of like, at what point do you put your foot down and say, you guys play, I coach, and if the plays don't, if you if you don't take to the coaching, like if I'm telling you, like, we need to step up the defensive intensity and it's not happening, or we need to take care of the ball better and it's not happening, who's listening to who? It feels like, it feels like a rap entourage. No one's willing to say no. Like Tatum had 35 and it felt like, it was not even enough. And when, when your star has 35 points in a game and it doesn't feel like it's enough, then there's tells you there's something missing. And it's it's the turnovers and the uncontested shots in the paint. 
617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Hey, Jalen Brown at 22. And, and here's the thing why I'm not going to knock Brogdon with him at his 10 points. He's been out for a few games. So there's going to be, you know, when you're on your days off, you don't get game speed play. So he plays 35. You get 10 points out of him. Robert Williams, I don't know, maybe maybe you start thinking about like, hey, is there more plays to run him in the post? I mean, he's going to always give you three for four, four for five, 10 rebounds, 12 tonight, eight points. But I just, I just don't understand. Like, is it a playing down? Is it, or is there a distraction about the all-star teams? Like, what, I mean, like, what is happening? You know, Julius Randle going off for 37 doesn't surprise me. It's the Jalen Brunson for 29 and the R.J. Barrett for 19. And the Isaiah quickly for 17. Like, like how, what is going on? Now, I don't. I won't have post-game of, of what's going on tonight because that will probably be tomorrow to find out because going into this Lakers game now, now there's real angst. You've lost three straight. You've lost to Orlando, Miami, the Knicks, and now you got the Lakers coming in for a Saturday night game. And all I've been saying has been this. If you knew there was going to be some rest management with some of these players on this trip, that Orlando game had to be a victory. That was a, It's a must-win game if that's what you're going to do. So the Miami game, you're undermanned. You're, you're, you've got to overplay. You get it to a final possession, lose that game. So now you've lost two out of three on the road. So you're like, okay, well, you want to come back home with momentum, and you come back home kind of limping with the loss. And this is the team because the Knicks, here's the thing, the Knicks are not as, we're so used to saying that the Knicks are bad at this point of the season, and guess what? They're not bad this season. This is a team that's over 500, and it's almost February. If the playoffs started today, they would be in the mix, potentially playing the Celtics in an opening round. Could this Knicks team beat the Celtics in a best-of-seven game series? No. But can they make it like a pebble in the shoe now where all the conversation for the next couple of days going into a game with the Lakers is that the Celtics have lost three straight? How do you feel if they lose Saturday against the Lakers? I, I just it, It's the turnovers. It's like at what point does one recognize that turning the ball over is giving up possessions and giving up possessions doesn't necessarily mean that you will get those points back because you're taking threes. So this is kind of a crazy prompt, but Marcus Smart has missed the last three games. How important is he really? Because like he's your point guard, and I I know he's probably a victim of the turnovers too. But like, is he really that vital? Where the all Ce- the games he's been out, they've lost. The, the Celtics were up by fifteen in this game early. If you want to be a championship team, you do what you did the first five minutes of the game. Move the ball around. Even if shots are missed, at least you're getting ball movement. You're making them chase on defense. That's how you tire teams down. But then when you start going away from that and you let teams back in the game, that, that's what's embarrassing about tonight's loss. You were up 15 against the team that usually once they're down by that much, they almost will never catch up. They're not devastating from outside. They don't have the super interior presence outside of Julius Randle. 
I mean, you had Jalen, you had Jalen Brunson pretty much Harlem Globetrotting some of those guys out there. Even in the in the overtime where he where he goes to the basket and gets gets fouled and still gets the shot up, they ended up saying it was no shot. It was very close. But it was like, my goodness, nothing's going on. Even at the end of regulation, when Robert Williams gets the offensive rebound, and the and the Celtics were amazing in terms of rebounding. Yeah, they won less than one less than the Knicks, but they had 17 offensive rebounds. On the putback, Robert Williams gets the shot block. It goes to that narrative that a lot of these teams that have length and have size give the Celtics trouble. You saw it again tonight. I, I, <laughs> I'm just wondering how this team responds to an inspired LeBron, a returned Anthony Davis, some role players who are starting to figure some things out, Russell Westbrook accepting of his six-man role, and the addition of Rui Hachimura. How that plays out Saturday night. Now, the good thing is Brogdon will pretty much have his legs back and a shot back. Four for 14 tonight. Two for seven from the outside. Yes, he was off, but again, he's been out the last couple of games. He's going to need those wheels back. When you get Marcus Smart back, absolutely it's going to help because that'll control some things. But I, it, again, the turnovers aren't necessarily just, you know, like I could see if it's the big man with a bunch of turnovers, but that's not the case. It's your stars. Not as bad. Tatum had three. Brown had three. But that's half of your turnovers right there. I mean, we're not we're not talking about seven turnovers like we've been talking about like in the Orlando game. And I think, or the Miami game, one of those two. And so it, it, I, I just don't know if the Celtics think that they need another piece or are they not as aware as they can be because something, something's got to give. 617-779-7937. Let's go to John and Amherst. John, thank you so much for, for calling WEEI late night. Jerry, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Good, good, good. What's your thoughts? I mean, well... We, we, we don't have a real coach. We're on a skid. We're down three games skid now. We're going to play the Los Angeles Lakers, who are a full team now. I, I think partially we got to blow it up a little bit. I mean, the Raptors are looking to deal guys like Aaron Moby and uh, Van Vliet. So what do you? So if you're the Celtics, what do you give up to get, let's say, Aaron Moby, which I think would I don't know where you would fit him on the court because now you got so much duplication between Tatum. Himself and Brown, right? Like that's like there's not I enough basketball. I, I think we try to get the both of them for Brown. Oh no, I don't. I don't know how you give up a guy who gives you twenty five. You but get a guy that gets twenty. And you get two guys to put up twenty. You get two guys to put up twenty. Maybe picks. Uh, you got Delano Banton. He played high school ball. And McDuffie, he's a mass guy or Canada guy. He played mass. I mean, you get young assets. You get more. Yeah, just because a guy box. played in the state is not going to be like a selling point, you know. Like he play, he's a local guy. Like you know, I, I need him to be a star. Right. I mean, to be honest, you know, I, I would, we'd love to see him. I mean, but if that's the case, like I would make a better case for Bruce Brown should be here. At least you know he'll get dirty with some stuff. But look, well, but here's the, but but here's the thing. I don't see how Toronto would give up two assets for the Jalen Brown one asset unless the idea is. 
hey, Jalen Brown, you're going to be the A number one star of this team. And that would be the only selling point I think that Jalen Brown would want to listen to. I can't speak for him. But I'm also thinking there are probably other places he would rather do that than in Canada. So I don't think the Celtics want to give up Jalen Brown right now. I don't think they want to, but I just don't I don't know what you can blow up without blowing it up, right? Like every team is going to say, okay, well, well, what are you talking about for Jalen Brown? And that shouldn't be in the conversation. Now, what I think you need is probably a, another big off of the bench that can give you some scoring along with Brogdon to kind of alleviate oh, some of that. Hey, Toronto, you land him too. You got them both. You got three guys. Okay, now, now we now you're like now you're getting three guys for what? Yeah, yeah. I, maybe you know. I mean, Jakob Podol's name has come up out of San Antonio, and that would make some sense because at some point, if if you you've got to address rebounding off of the bench and additional scoring, even if it's seven ten points, because you're not getting any you're not getting any other bench scoring outside of Brogdon. John, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, look, Grant Williams, two for eight, six points. Sam Hauser looked a little bit better tonight, two for four uh, from three, and a couple free throws to give him eight. Cornette's not going to give you anything. Pritchard gave you seven points in some decent minutes, but missed some open shots that he should have hit, and that that could be the difference right there. So if if you're not going to get it from an, from really the outside guys, and Williams is really more of a defending guy, if you start depending on him for points, you know that's what the other team wants, like. Maybe a a PJ an advanced PJ Tucker kind of you get in Grant Williams, but Brogdon's going to need somebody else that comes out there with him. That even if he wants to run high pick and roll or high screen and roll, that this other guy will be able to produce some points, knowing that Robert Williams is not a point scorer, and that Al Horford, <clears throat> depending on where the the what the matchup looks like, Al Horford may end up on the outside more so than he is on the inside. So. There needs to be someone in there who can get some putbacks, possibly run high screen and roll with some of these these guards because you're guard heavy coming off of the bench for the most part. Even Grant Williams may go in there to defend a guard. Yeah, the big name for the Celtics being floated out is Peyton Pritchard, so he might be the odd man out. And he could be because you would say, okay, we'll stick it out with Sam Hauser and get that outside threat there. But again, you'd still teams would still have to see the value in Peyton Pritchard that Peyton Pritchard hasn't able hasn't necessarily been able to provide just yet, and so historical training partners that you might move them to are teams that are kind of saying, "Ah, oh, we might like what we have. We're kind of full." Like Indiana, Indiana is one of those teams where they're kind of waddling towards seven, eight, nine in that area. I don't think they're going to believe that Peyton Pritchard is a person that's going to help them, you know, move into getting out of the play-in game. So. Like what kind of asset would you get? Maybe San Antonio. You probably have to look at some of the teams that aren't performing as well, like a San Antonio. Maybe you do the Jakob Potal deal for him to get him to San Antonio. You just don't know. But that's the other thing. Like when people say you kind of have to blow it up, it's like, well, that's the thing. Once you blow it up, that means you've hit something pretty severe. And really the only things that people, the only player that teams are going to call about if you're trying to make a big, big move is going to be Jalen Brown. And I would hang up the phone. It's like on FIFA. And you just hit, hit, hit that button that says, reject all offers. <laughs> I would just do that for Jalen Brown this time. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Okay, before we go to break, um, this is the second to last night show here on Late Night. And I wanted to share 
uh, some past history, especially when the Celtics had made is it is it any irony irony Joe that they have lost three straight and now I'm pulling out some of these parody songs from when they were just absolutely horrible last year. I mean, some of them were more relevant to last year than this year, but yeah, yes, you're right. Right. I haven't done any on them this year because they've been good this year. Usually don't do songs for them. So let's go down Celtics parody memory lane. Hit it, Joe. Take him out. And it's really sucks. Oh, yeah, that's Ennis Cantor, who was complaining and all on television and everything. <laughs> and it's really sucks. What's Look at Ennis now. Of a three-minute man. Take him out. And it's really sucks. He was on his phone pregame. I'll never forget that. Who should go? Oh, yeah. This is Turpin's favorite. This is when they were losing to the Timberwolves. The Jason, the Tatum. This is when Tatum was complaining about his stats to, to, to Reddick on his podcast. Shame on Jason Tatum for crying about the shame Jason Tatum. Kyrie's gone. Oh, this is from the playoffs. Yeah, this was the very first one I think I did when I was working with This is when Kyrie was saying all those things. And you remember, like, after this played a couple of times, Coach Krzyzewski came to to TD Garden to be kind of a support for for Kyrie. I was like, yeah, Carolina's better. All right, you can kill it. Yeah, the Celtics. They've turned it around since last year. And good for them. Just turn it around Saturday. All right. We'll get to John. We'll get to Robin Lowell after the break. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Late night, WEEI. It's KJ Carson. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to have fun for the next day and a half, right? Late night is coming to an end. And we're going to have fun on the way out of here. Let's go to Robin Lowell talking more Celtics because 
I'm just trying to figure out, like, is this team honed in that everybody wants a piece of them? Rob, thanks so much for calling. Hi. Hi, guys. Yeah. Um, so, guys, this loss is really bothering me because me to answer your question, Marcus the Bulldog Smart is absolutely vital to your team. And if he is not playing Saturday against the Lakers, they're losing. At the, at the state they are right now, on their slump, they are losing without Marcus Smart. He is your defensive player of the year, and he controls the game. He's a real point guard, and he's going he's gonna to defend these players better than anyone else on that team. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Rob, thanks for the call, and thanks for holding on. Yeah, I mean, how? <laughs> think about how much difference a year makes. Last year at this time, you're thinking, hey, the tread day deadline or the, or, or, or the Celtics buyers or sellers – Marcus Smart go to the West to help one of those teams try and make a run. Now you're like, man, if Marcus Smart don't get back here by Saturday, it's going to be a problem. I wouldn't even say last year. I'd say the last like three years or so everyone wanted him gone, or most but, people. But last year, it was tough for the previous years because Marcus Smart was still on a lower-end deal. You had to bump him up to his 18 a year, so that way you can get back a value player at that 18 number. So that's where the money works as well. Like People like... Trade him and he makes nine million. Well, you know you're only getting like a nine million dollar player back. It, it that's how it works. So when they gave Marcus Smart the new deal at eighteen a year, then Marcus Smart at the time could now become a desirable trade piece because you can then send something back in value that you felt like okay, we gave up him. I feel like we could get something back in value with him because of the money that you would be exchanging. Now it's kind of like I don't know, man. People need to leave some money on the dresser for Marcus Smart if he comes back because again. Marcus Smart is going to make sure that the ball is in his hands a little more often and get it to Tatum and Brown, who who still have this tendency to want to kind of do the 94-foot thing with the ball. You know, like, okay, we know that eventually you're going to be taking the shot, but maybe you start get the defense moving by getting up the court and have them start to chase you, where they can all get a breather if you're bringing the ball up at a slower pace. Where with Marcus... You will have to you have to respect defending him. Go to the paint, then you would have the ability to kick the ball out or uh, offensive rebound for Robert Williams. So yeah, they're really missing, really the, the, the their floor general, and that's just and and congratulations to Marcus Smart because that's what he wanted to turn himself into, because that was the conversation at the end of last year. Celtics need to get themselves like a true point guard. After these last three games, the Celtics need to ask Marcus Smart if he's ready to come back, please. Please get back out there. If the Celtics, I I said this last night, if the Celtics lose to the Knicks, it could be ugly on Saturday. I hope not. And I'm a person who's like, yeah, you know, regular season losses don't really bother me. But now you're in a three-game losing streak. Two of those three teams really shouldn't have been on the court with you. They shouldn't have. There, there There really shouldn't have been anything competitive with the Knicks and with Orlando. Yes, the Knicks are a bit better this year, but once you had them up by 15, you're like, it's just the same old Knicks out there. And then turnovers and lack of defensive vacuuming started showing up, and next thing you know, and your final score, Knicks 120, Celtics 117. I I don't... Yeah. I, I don't know... I will say this. Danilo Gallinari's injury is now starting to show up in terms of what the Celtics could have right now 
Like if Danilo Garlinari is out there right now, I mean, yeah, we're not talking about like a defensive stopper, but we're talking about you got some points out there with Brogdon as well, and you get to mix in a couple of starters with those guys. You got something pretty impressive out there. But because Gallinari's out for the entire season, and what you have coming off of the bench is really Brogdon and nothing else, they've got to make a move. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Phil in New Bedford. Phil, you're, you're thinking like I'm thinking in terms of who the Celtics need to do at the trade deadline? I think they need to go to one of the two guys over there at San Antonio. Pull it. I think that's how you pronounce it. The yeah, seven, one it. guy. Yeah. Or their power forward, the kid that's 6'8". Um, both physical guys. Both have been proven a little bit. Yeah. I think, and, and it wouldn't be big money. Right. Um, I think you need some strength, and you need a big man to back up that bench. That's been missing for three years. As yeah. good as they did last year, and they were doing so far this year, you need that. Yeah. Phil, thanks for the call. I totally agree. Because while it's good to see that Robert Williams is holding his minutes and there have been no restrictions really on him, and Al Horford has been, I mean, Al Horford, when he's done with his career, and he might be 76 or 77 when he is, because my goodness, this is this is how long ago I remember Al Horford. I was, I was working in Atlanta at the time, and the NCAA Final Four was there, and that's when Al Horford and... Uh, and Joaquin Noah were there for Florida. <laughs> was that the second Florida team or the first one? Because I know they went back-to-back. I can't remember if it was the second one. It would be the year that that Greg Olson, uh, Greg, Old, uh, Greg, uh, Greg Ogden, and Mike Conley were there. So that's that second one, I believe. So I think it was like Florida, Ohio State. I can't remember the other teams. But I was like, man, Al Horford, outside of just, you know, you know, like less hair, <laughs> pretty much looks the same as he did in college. Oh, those t- those teams were so good, as you said, Joakim Noah, Corey yeah. Brewer. That Florida yeah. team was so good. Yeah, Corey Brewer. You're talking about guys. If you added up the amount of years in the league, like Al Horford, still he hasn't beat by like seven. Yeah, and I think he's the last guy from that team still playing. Well, he has been for a few years, and 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 that's the thing. He's out there playing 35 minutes, so. You would want to say, man, it's really great that Al can give you all these minutes. But as you get to the playoffs, you want to get the best Al you can who hasn't. I mean, he's playing minutes like he was like when he was an all-star in Atlanta. Right. You want him to like be <laughs> fresh for when he defends Embiid or Giannis or any of those guys. Like Al Horford's been in the league long enough that hasn't he has he had like three different max contracts? Something like that. Like he's got like he's been like that tells you that you're really good and you offer a product or a service very well that if you've gone through like three max contract deals, good God. But yeah, you you would need more size. That's going to eat up 10, 15 minutes. You, you probably say, you know what, Cornette, thank you very much, but we've got to move forward. Sam Hauser is pretty much playing, you know, Survivor three-pointer island with him and Pritchard. I think they're really trying to see like which one can produce value, either that will be desirable to other teams or can be useful for this one. And I think they're probably going to lean towards Sam Hauser is because they've got enough guards on that team that can defend in the background and that can defend in the backcourt. And and Pritchard is not out there for defensive purposes. He's just not. Okay, the big story tonight has been um, the conversation that showed up in the Boston Globe in a story written by Andrew Callahan and Karen Garigian about just what was going on behind the scenes 
with some of the players and the coaches, middle management, and how Belichick fit in all this. So Gronk, who had some kind of weird stuff to say a few days ago, was on the Up and Adam podcast, and this is what he had to say about the hiring of Bill O'Brien. I love Bill O'Brien. I love playing for him. I love the energy that he brings to the table. Uh, he has that niche to get you to go out and you know play your best football, to get you fired up, uh, to get you to want, to want to go out on the field and get better every single day and make big plays. And uh, it was just a great time uh, when he was here for the two seasons. He was here my rookie year, my second year. And um, he was just an awesome football coach um, on the field and off the field as well. His football knowledge is through the roof. And I believe that he's definitely going to uh, restore the Patriot faithful on the offensive side of the ball. And he's going to put his players in the best position uh, to make plays. And he's going to come up. Uh, with some creative ideas, and uh, I think they're going to definitely improve as an offense tremendously under Coach uh, Bill O'Brien. I mean, it was that's who the Patriots had to get. They had to get Bill O'Brien. That's who they needed to get to, you know, restore to, you know, back in the old days where where they were at on the offensive side of the ball, and they got their guy. I mean, I'm telling you, they, they I hope they paid head coach money for him because you definitely had to. I mean, he was definitely – and high demand, I would say, especially being Alabama's offensive coordinator. But uh, to take him from Nick Saban, I mean, you gotta you gotta be paying him the big bucks as well. Uh, you pay him the big bucks because there was a big disaster, right? I don't know if you've ever had to hire cleaning people to come, like when you have water damage in your home. It's one thing if a shower leaks in a little spot and there's a little hole in the wall. It's another thing if you need some vacuuming of some water out of the bottom floor of your house. They don't cost the same. And Bill O'Brien probably recognized this was the perfect opportunity. You probably have to say that maybe 30 to 40% increase in salary if you got Bill O'Brien at this time last year as opposed to getting him now because there's such an emergency. And here here are the words that you hear Gronk saying and the tone that I hear. Bill O'Brien is coming back to restore order... Restore some order. Order the court. Uh, nah, we're not doing that again. No. That's the good thing about this being the second to last night. There are virtually no more bits late night here. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, we got to land the plane. And so you just can't come flying in. You know, you can't land the plane doing 500 miles an hour. That's what that's what 40,000 feet in the air is for. But Bill O'Brien is coming back to restore order. Get the best out of you. Oh yeah, you think there's going to be some language in his face? Oh, you're Mac Jones. It might be, man. I wish they take the offer to be on Hard Knocks. If you want to do one more thing, I would pay top money to see this upcoming team on Hard Knocks. And if I was Belichick, I'd do it. Especially after management was like, you know, you need to do something. Da da da. This that and the third. You know, they say they say media is sometimes the best sunlight and disinfectant. Just seeing, just getting tough in Mac Jones's face and to see if he could take it. Will he buck back? Will he perform? I, what would happen? I totally agree. Like, any Patriots team of the past would be so boring. This one is, like, the first in, like, 20-something years. I, you know what? I would watch it so religiously that I would probably tell my kid, look, if if we haven't done your homework by the time Hard Knocks comes on, you're just going to have to take a zero on your homework for tomorrow. Like, we're not going to do your homework together. You're just going to have to go to bed. I'm totally kidding when I say that. But look, I, I joked about that on the KJ and Dundero show. Like, 
Oh, he's like, oh, Bill will never do hard knocks. I'm like, well, after this season? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone can Hello, top HBO. Dan Campbell, though. I don't know if Belichick no, this, can top Dan Campbell. This is even better because Belichick can still really have nothing to say. All the cameras would be pointed on to the offensive side of the ball, the offensive coordinator's room, the quarterback's room, the mic'd up, everything. Everything. Oh, it would be beautiful, especially after the Boston Herald story today. Play some of the uh, play Karen Garigian uh, on the coaches and how they're going to be, how's it going to work out with Belichick next year? I think that the, the players, you know, still believe in Coach Belichick, but there, it, it, I think it was a surprise to all involved that he would go down this alley <laughs> and again that he that he kind of underestimated the situation or that he stuck by his claim of well a good coach can on defense can coach offense mm-hmm. you know that there's like no distinction he underestimated what it went into to be a play caller to teach offense and it all, it just backfired and blew up in his face. And, you know, they were late to, you know, adjust and adapt. And, and again, and it was hard, you know, it was just a, a bad situation for both the coaches and the players to have to deal with. Knock, knock, it's HBO. We're here with some cameras. <laughs> it would be beautiful because... Here's the thing. Matt Patricia probably will have a job with this staff. Joe Judge may go back to special teams. Like, literally, the culprits in all of this story from last year on any other team would not be retained. This is what I told you. At the end of the season, Matt Patricia wasn't getting fired. Matt Patricia still, they've hired Bill O'Brien and nothing has happened to Matt Patricia. When crew is crew, crew is crew. They look after each other. And that's why I almost wonder if if there will be some type of tug of war between Bob Kraft and HBO and Warner Brothers, the parent company, Time Warner, to see if they can, because I think the Patriots are one of the few teams, maybe the only team that's never done hard knocks in all of its seasons. Yeah, I think it's been around, like, what, early 2010s? And I I feel like they only rotate between, like, eight teams or something like that. Well, the thing is, they're looking for a story of teams that either have a rebuild or have had some type of controversy or in some type of transition. Yeah, like the Lions were a good story. Not really. (laughs) Actually, the Patriots would be the best story because your opening monologue is... They were the most dominant team for a 20-year period. But things have changed over the last three years. Then they cut to Robert Kraft at the winter meetings last year, the year before. We haven't won a playoff game in three years. Now here they are in the second year where after two guys who are defensive guys decided to call the offensive plays. And you cut to Joe Buck and, and Aikman saying, they can't even get the calls in right on time. So in bring in an old face but yet familiar face. Cut to Bill O'Brien and Tom Brady screaming. My storyboard is really good. 
You, you see what I'm saying? That's like, a great sales pitch. You should fly out to HBO headquarters and figure that out. Maybe I should reveal why there's no more KJ Lee. I'm kidding. But seriously, it has all the markings of must-see TV. It would be just every episode would be discussed. Every episode would be analyzed. It will be talked about in every dunks, like the four that are within one mile of my house. It will be discussed everywhere. Because one, Hard Knocks has never been here. And two, there is this feeling by the fan base that something isn't necessarily all the way there with Mac Jones and are giving him a pass off of last year, but won't give him a pass if you see any type of stagnation or even a little regression or even minimal growth. It then will become on him. Oh, that's a, you can't you can't draw that up better than a storyline on Young and the Restless. All right, next, um, we bust out a little salute to the Bruins with a couple of parodies that from the past. It's KJ Late Night, second to last show. Boy, my 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 sleeping circadian rhythms are about to go absolutely beautiful. Like what we could be sleep at this time? I'm sorry. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Late night. 
W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for being here. It's KJ. Let us rock a little, Joe. Yeah. That's kind of music. <laughs> Folks, this plane is about to land. Open its doors. Uh, if you missed any of the show, Odyssey app is free. Type in W-E-E-I 93.7. Uh, you play any of the show past. Uh, you can even do it by chapters. Save it. It comes to the station anytime. I have to say thank you to a lady named Cheryl who reached out to me through social media and heard last night that tonight was the second to last sh- last show and then tomorrow night's the last show. And so I appreciate so many of you who have taken the time to be here, to hang out and everything. So you know, Joe, and as well as you, because, Joe, this is our last night working together at this time of night. And so I want to thank you, and I got to tell a funny story involving Joe, and then we'll get to the Bruins here in a second. Um, it might have been Joe's very first night doing this show to start off. And not that the show is hard, but it has a lot of elements to it that people don't see. It's like the roots underneath the ground, would you not say? Yes. Okay. So the very first night, you can I can hear and I can see Joe moving hands very quickly to try and catch up with things. Get to this, get it out of coming out of this, coming out of this, and this guy has this going on or thing like that. So <laughs> as things happen as we're learning, it goes silent and I hear Joe drop one of those those droppable words. So I was like, oh man, you know what? If he doesn't hit the dump button. Management will never know that something had to be dumped. And I don't think you hit the button. Nobody picked up on it, did they? I, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. So. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I didn't tell him because I was like, you know what? If I, if, it was like, if I was like, oh, God, did you hit the dump button? Then, you know, management gets an email say, hey, there was a, the dump was activated because of this, and here's the segment of it. But I'm like, if I tell him, and it's his first night, and they hear him say that, <laughs> he didn't know the mic was open, it could be the end for the guy before it starts. So, I kind of had a kick save and a butte for you. And Joe has kind of been like, I would say the last of my kids who I see my producers are like as my producers, like Dylan and Justin and Ethan, um, Nick LaPan, um, yourself, um, Andrew had just come on board. So I, I thank all of you. And, you know, I got to learn that Joe is very good at theater and was able to tap into that because for me, it's one thing to be for, to see you guys as just as the guys behind the glass. And it's another thing to see you guys as, Hey, you want to do this for a living. You want to get into this field. And if I can pull personality out of you, trust me, if I was able to do it out of Barrett, I can get it out of you. Um, that I'm <laughs> willing to do that at this time. So that way you guys will feel like, hey, I have a piece of tape or this is what I show that I can do. And plus, I'm kind of scouting for national. Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. So, Joe, thank you. Well, as KJ, we get- thank you. This was so much fun to be a part of. I knew every time coming in, whatever night it was, we were going to have some fun. And trust me, it was tons of fun, but also learning. Doesn't yeah. feel like a job because we had so much fun. That's And that's the idea. If there is one thing I could have taught you guys here on this show, other than don't eat fast food when you leave out of here. It will kill you by the age of 59. Let me not say that. Let me use a higher number. By the age of 900. Okay, so that way I don't speak stuff into existence. Um. So... Bruins lose tonight 3-2 to, to, to Tampa, and that's you're going to have those hiccups, right? This is a 2-2 game going deep into the third period, so they competed. Look, Tampa knows a little bit of the playbook, get a little physical. They out-hit them tonight. It happens. I'm not upset with that. But you think back to a year ago. I did only two songs regarding the Bruins, and one, if you remember, the Bruins had gone on a mini run, and they had a chance to move into fifth, out of eighth, what they would eventually finish. 
and it would come down to the Maple Leafs coming to the Garden. And I started talking a lot of junk about Toronto and their lock of championships and how they're losers and everything and stuff like that. And then at the same time, what would later happen is the Jake DeBrutz situation with him not wanting to play. So let's go down memory lane here last year with some of the Bruins parodies here on Late Night. Hey, all you Maple Leafs fans! I just sick of Grandpa always talking about George Armstrong. When do you hear a black guy do parodies on ACDC songs, huh? You know, guys born almost 100 years ago. That says something about your hockey team. It's still nothing Maple different about the Leafs have always been losers. Yes, they have. Every year their fans will cry. Maple Leafs have always been losers. Unless you're older than 55. Doing that song hurt my voice right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, Fuck this was this was the one right here. Ice. It's Jake DeBrus. Just three months ago, he wouldn't quit us. Now he's playing wing on the line at first. Aha, drop that puck. Look who's on the ice. It's Jake DeBrus. And I predicted he was going to stay, and I put it in a song. Now he's playing wing on the line at first. Let me tell you a crazy story about a guy named Jake. Told John Sweeney with the Bruins he wants eight. Trade him for a packet now a later's flavor great. Meanwhile, Boston Bruins stuck in eighth. Back to back wins, they wouldn't stick. Brad Marchand got suspended for the hit. That was a crazy Came hit. Back to the net, it looked like Jake said, Here's my chance, I think I'll go for it. Say, Aha, drop that floor. Look who's on the ice, it's Jake DeBrook. Yeah, you can Just roll out. Ago, yeah. So that's a little bit of memory lane there on late night here on WEEI. Thank you so much for listening. We'll do it the final show tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Stiz will be in here. So the good thing is, you know, my producers who've been on the regular, I get to give them their each in their individual nights. So, Joe, continued success, man, and the things that you continue to do for the station. Continue to work hard. Um, listen and then jump in. There you do it. That's going to be the trick, right? Because you've got a talent, brother. Listen, but jump in because I was the same way at the start of my career as well, man. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening at WEEI Twitter at KJ Carson, 10 p.m. tomorrow. The last worthless evening you will ever spend. (laughs) See ya. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.